Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, family, to Tea Time Podcast by Atia J. This is your self help, spiritual podcast, uplifting topics we all love to avoid, but we definitely need to conquer. Tea Time is your moment to pause, listen, and absorb what is soothing to you. I'm Atia J, aka Tia, a certified holistic life coach, and this idea was sparked by my passion to help others discover their latent potential, purpose, and significance, especially if you are one who feels overlooked, alone, or forgotten. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. I see you, and I feel you. Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Enjoy the tea. been speaking about when you plant the seed you always come back to that righteous thought and think about what we are saying how we need to show that we are muslim women in the nation of islam on our page and that's the nation's business and that's how we cultivate and continue to grow our nation and reach all of our people what (laughs) Ooh, we doing it all wrong all wrong (laughs) what but it's all right, because a lot of us. All right, right. Yo. Hey, you see how merciful he is? Because we took from him and ran with it, didn't give him any credit, and he's still right here with us. <laughs> like, how selfish are we as babies? Babies in our spirituality. Thinking about how I kept on going through these stages of like just pure confusion. I'm like, what the. F- am I doing like Mm -hmm. what am I doing and I kept on thinking like what am I really doing right Mm -hmm. because I would be coming from a place in some of my posts like Braden is spiritual like I would be talking about intuition I would be Mm -hmm. talking about all these things and it seemed like nobody heard me Mm -hmm. even though there was responses and engagement and things of that nature I still wasn't feeling connected but they don't know where that's coming from you just talked about how brother Ben started off talking about the teachings of the honorable Elijah Muhammad then he switched over to finance and you like oh nah like I ain't follow Mm -hmm. you for this you might have gave my unfollow or whatever the hell but that's the same thing Mm. sometimes when you go away from the original Mm. you know because you think that there's something better out there or the grass is greener as they say or whatever the case when in reality your audience just want what they came there for in the beginning right and it's because you are sharing what filled you up and it's filling them up we don't have to step outside of that but it takes truth and honesty and reflection and presence what we were talking about with relationships before that's wild how this is this connecting is so and aligning because yeah. <laughs> like when i be having my workshops and stuff it's it's almost as if like the the people that join or the members they are confused by my presence on social media being kind of like silly yet professional etc and then you get in my workshop and i'm hella knowledgeable you like where the heck did this come from like Mm. how she know all this stuff Mm. the teachings But it is is really just like I was saying, like that disconnect. 
Mm. I'm not really showing all of who I actually am. Mm. Yep. Because we, oh, Bree, why is this going back to what we were talking about? How we hide things. Oh, yes. Yo, we're hiding from the world what what gave us our godliness. Like, yo, Jeremy, say hi. Hi, Auntie Brippy. (laughs) (laughs) She's not paying no mind. (laughs) Yo, and look at us coming at our parents about hiding things and not telling the truth. Meanwhile, we're doing the same thing. I'm going back to the drawing board. Me too. Yo, and <laughs> I was just telling Matt yesterday, I was like, yo, I'm I'm tired of this social media stuff. Like I told him. I want to say if I didn't have if I did not have a braided business, yeah, I would not be on there. I'm telling you. Son. I I'm trying to build up on it and I feel I feel fake. Like I'm all this information I'm getting about how to post, and it's like I don't want to do that. Like, I just, Period. if I want to post, I'm, I want to post. If I don't, I don't. And let me tell you, it ain't the hype because um, whenever I start posting consistently and meaning like every single day, even when I'm not inspired, the posts don't do well. Now, let's Dang. say I get creative or I feel inspired. Or I, that's my energy. Mm-hmm. The posts always do well. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm just doing it, just to be doing it, it never does good. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's Ever. just a space filler. Yup. And people can tell. I don't think we're dumb out here. People can tell for sure. They can. Yeah. yeah. And everyone is receiving the same message. <laughs> everyone about how to how to get followers, how to get business. Like we we know the game. So we don't enjoy when people play the game. We want to see real. Yeah. And oh my gosh, that's such a good statement. Because that's exactly what's happening right now. I feel like everybody is moving away from the aesthetics and the curated this and that. And like, they don't want to see that, which is why a lot of people are leaving Instagram and going over to TikTok because it's so much more authentic and people mm-hmm. are just being themselves over there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's because nobody wants to you know fake stuff. Nobody, they want to be able to. I, I think that, you know, in going through a shutdown um, in the States, and well it was universal but still in the states going through a shutdown having not done that before necessarily like like that um people were dealing with their feelings or maybe not dealing with their feelings maybe were suppressing things um and things of that nature whereas now you know we did all the dances all the singing songs all of that during the pandemic as entertainment to get away from those feelings Now that people are realizing real life is back in a Mm -hmm. way and that you are you do got to go back to work and deal with that mean, nasty boss or this, that and the third person and et cetera, et cetera. Now you just want to be heard. Now you just want to feel seen. Yeah. Right. Because you're not getting that at your job. I don't care where you work. You ain't getting it. They don't care about you. And you know that. But you won't leave. <laughs> I feel like this is a therapy session for me. <laughs> no, me too. It's not yo. a podcast episode. <laughs> no, for real. No lie. But these are the types of conversations that I live for. I hate talking about nothing. And I mm-hmm. really hate talking with people who only want to gossip. Like, it makes my ears hurt. 
Yeah. Like it makes, even though like I can understand where people are coming from as much as you might want to be empathetic. Like I'm just mm-hmm. like, damn, like, I be trying to reverse it or uh, get out of it. Like, damn. So these be the conversations that need to be had. And that that's why I said it earlier, like, I'm glad that you have a podcast because these, these are things that's getting out, mm-hmm. you know, that people are able to hear and potentially or possibly um, relate to and be able to bear witness like yo I feel the same exact way like mm. man where y'all be at when uh, when I be needing to talk or like is there a place that I can come to you know facts so, heck yeah now that's real and it's um I've actually had the mission now to kind of focus in on the podcast too because I feel like that's where my, my purpose is still an educator, yes. but people's understanding of educator, it's not a teacher. That's not an educator. Education is when you bring out of someone their purpose, when you bring out of someone their gifts and what's hidden to them, mm-hmm. you help to bring it forth. And through the, the podcast, I've been seeing that I need to focus in on that. That's my way to do it. Mm-hmm. And putting I've been I've been kind of blinded with putting you know I'm self-employed I need to put money first and figure out how to make this money and I I've had to let that go number one because I'm a stay-at-home mom and now I'm a caretaker for my grandma so it's a lot is showing me in so many ways that you I've been putting this world before righteousness (laughs) And I've been putting this world before my gifts. And now I'm in a place where he's saying, sit, sit, sit your tail down. Relax. (laughs) Relax. Be patient. And use your gifts. Do what you love. And do what you love with love for other people. Stop, Stop trying to get something from someone. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love that because you know being on social media and being on there for the purpose of business Mm -hmm. that's what you think right Mm -hmm. you have to get on there and you have to sell 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 or you gotta be making a dime i know there's a hot topic what are you on instagram for if you're not making no money like (laughs) you know you have to make money if you're gonna be on there which is Mm -hmm. why a lot of people are saying like i'm done with all of that like i just want to be on here just no different than how instagram was back in 2012 when it first started you were posting dumb stuff like stuff that didn't even matter like plates of my favorite cat random pictures like yeah and everybody loved it like yo look at this cat like (laughs) look how she edited that (laughs) yeah but um you know, you do feel like you have to be on there for business and that's good and all, but it made me think about the minister. That right now just made me think about the minister. When the minister was on social media, and of course the minister have has a, an, a larger or a more, uh, a, a larger assignment than mm. we all have, which I yes. understand. But also too, he is in and the example for us. Absolutely. And so if you look at, what he posted on social media when he was on there, especially Instagram, he's still on Twitter. Go follow him, Louis mm-hmm. Farmer. But, <laughs> but when he was on Instagram specifically, he posted nothing but an example, different quotes, mm. different, things that he said, uh, different things that he may have said in his lectures, 
all this stuff to just like you said bring out of someone what's in them educate mm. Bree. and i Every... think i'm gonna share Go this ahead. i'm gonna share this with my my audience what the term educate means because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people and i took it out of my bio because like i was mm -hmm. just so confused but a lot of people now are going by this educator this educator of blah 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 mm -hmm. which they only talking about teaching you only yeah. talking about teaching a person a thing which mm -hmm. is a lot different than bringing out of someone what's in them a lot of us yes. are not educators a lot mm -hmm. of us are teachers maybe yeah. even trainers not educators i'm gonna mention that exactly what you said to my um audience watch because i want them to know this yeah <laughs> now that's real yo <laughs> facts what you said about the minister and what he posted when he was on social media that made me think my biggest post right now on my coaching business page is a quote from the minister <laughs> That's my biggest post floating around right now. I put a little music in the background and you read the quote. And whenever I tweet, because, you know, I don't get on Twitter, mm -hmm. but whenever I tweet something from Minister Ishmael's lecture or the swan song or something like that, that's what gets retweets. That's what everyone is seeing. Even one of my own tweets was one of my biggest. I think I said something about the gifts that God gives us. I just tweeted that one day. That went crazy. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's wild how we, we receive the blessings when we're doing what we're supposed to do and mm -hmm. we ignore them. Mm -hmm. We get so caught up in this world. And yeah. when the minister gives his lectures and talk about the people who do that, I'm always thinking, of, oh, yeah, yeah. I see that my sister, you know, <laughs> she did that the other day, you know, huh? All these people. And then, it's you. <laughs> we need self-reflection, yo. <laughs> and then when you said, like, you know, you ignore that, it made me think, like, when I, even with the example that I just gave with the minister's Instagram page being an example of how we should be, mm -hmm. when I go on people's pages, specifically Believers in the Nation of Islam, and all they have is the minister or different quotes, I'm like, where's your face? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Is this a fake page, a bot page? Like, where's your face? Thanks. But the page looked just like how the minister's page would look. The only mm. difference is he would show his face, mm -hmm. but it wasn't in a vain sense. It mm -hmm. was in a sense of, okay, I'm, I'm showing my face to let y'all see that I'm smiling. But let me give y'all these gems in the in the um in the um caption. Absolutely. Absolutely. That brings light to why the podcast page i feel like my podcast page is the biggest one besides photography mm -hmm. um which is an active thing you meet people but my podcast page is the biggest one who popped that popped off but i'm giving my voice and i'm i'm my original intent was to give something that could spiritually uplift people through what i learned Mm -hmm. I'm not just giving my ideas. No, when I get an idea, I will go learn. I will go find another basis that I can give to someone. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's what people want to see. Like they want to see you with that spirituality. They want to see you with the positivity, but they also want to see you with it. They don't want right. to just see right. some random post. They right. want to see you and you living it because you just like 
That's why we follow the minister. He is the example of what he teaches. And when we become like him, the example of what we teach, we get followers. And it's not about getting followers, but it's about creating an environment to where you help people to become leaders in their own right. Dang. (laughs) Wow, I'm glad we talked about this because this is something that I'm going to share. You know, a lot of times when people come on my platform and I'm speaking of other braiders, they, they wonder and they want to know, like, how did you grow your following? And how did you do this and third? And one of the things with having a platform, I always say, I'm like, what do y'all want followers so bad for? Even the, mm. the like, even though I had followers, I never wanted them. Like, I didn't mm. ask for them. I just was doing my work. Like, yes. and it just came. Like, that wasn't something that I was seeking or trying to intentionally get or build. So, like, mm. when I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, you're going to get it, and then what? Like, are, mm-hmm. do you have something for these people? Like, can you educate them? Can you, like, what can you do for them? Like, mm-hmm. because we all follow pages that do something for us. They might look aesthetically pleasing. They might calm our nerves. They might be funny. Like, mm. okay, you want this following, but what are you going to do for them? And I feel like even me reflecting on in that, it's the same thing that I think. Like, okay, y'all are here, but what am I doing for y'all? I don't mm. feel like I'm doing nothing for y'all. I feel like we're disconnected because I'm not being my true self on mm. I'm mm. just being a uh, a uh, uh, like I'm funny like in real life so like that's one part but it's not the most important is it now it's making me think about the minister the minister did music but it was not the most important thing that he did or could have done in his lifetime the mm. mission was and the mission made him who he was and is today mm. and guess what after the fact he got to do his music again something Absolutely. that he blissfully enjoys and then throughout all of that process he has several musicians who looked up to him mm. because and of his mission mm-hmm. and that he worked with yeah and it's the mission that he did that makes them want to work with him or makes yeah like what oh my we get focused on these little things it's crazy how the devil works yo because you don't even realize he's working. You think you're on the right path. Meanwhile, you you sowing the seeds that, that'll help continue this world. And you don't even realize it. That makes me want to talk about, um, and maybe this could be our last point. And we're just going to go as we've done. <laughs> but the relationship with self. Mm. And I think it's just so important to love yourself. That's what I have to give my mom kudos for because I have a lot of things that people go through. I've been able to go through in a different way. I'm not going to say in a different way, not easily. Like I, my life has been hard. People don't know that. (laughs) Nobody knows that. I don't have to wallow in that. There are certain things that I went through that very difficult. I don't have to remember um, Mm -hmm. and no longer affect me. And it's because my mom instilled with me a deep sense of self-love. Because nobody's going to love you unless you love yourself. Period. No one. And it's important for you to get to know yourself and Mm. create a relationship with yourself. And what I've realized 
throughout my life and my different roles is that that who you are is going to change all the time. It's going to continue to grow. You're going to see yourself in a different perception, a different light almost every day. Um, and that's something I'm I'm learning to accept right now um, because I wake up and after pregnancy, girl, these <laughs> moods and these emotions, like that's something I, I hid very well before and right. I can't hide that now. And it's giving yourself the space to be just like you said, what you require of other people doing that for yourself is so critical so that you can continue to love and and develop yourself mm-hmm. we're I like think, plants <laughs> yes i think that for me uh marriage has taught me how i may or may not be loving myself or the ways mm-hmm. in which i may or may not be loving myself because just like you said what you require of of a other people you need to be able to give that to yourself and in Mm -hmm. marriage if you require your spouse to do a certain thing or to be a certain way or you know whatever however the pendulum swings you have to also be able to do that for yourself because guess what your spouse is not going to always be there which is why in the nation Mm -hmm. of islam we teach that allah is closer to us in our jugular vein and that he is the only one Mm -hmm. that is everlasting in our lives Mm-hmm. The only relationship that we can ever have that will fulfill the needs that we have, not by word of mouth or not what we say or not what we act and do, but spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. Which is ourselves. Absolutely. So because I think he is me, us. Spirit <laughs> has shown me um, the ways in which I could love myself a little bit more. Mm. Uh, or you know i have just maybe an ounce or i can tell where i love myself or how i want to be loved or you know i can i can see these things just from being with my husband like i can see these things kind of like what love language is like i don't think Mm. i learned my love language until i got married i don't Mm. think i learned what felt good or not even felt so much but like on a soul level like what was good for me or not like Mm. until I got married because I had a person directly across from me every single day of my life at this point um showing me these things Mm -hmm. that's real (laughs) okay that's why the the institution of marriage is so beautiful mm-hmm. and important in the nation we're taught we don't we don't do relations until there's that contract of marriage and yes it is a legal binding contract but guess yeah. what that legal binding contract has stake in how we behave yeah and when we do these relationships that have no contract and have no grounding and foundation then we begin that process of, like you said, our husbands reflect the way that we should love ourselves, what we need to work on. But when you have that and you start that with a boyfriend who's here one day, y'all get in a fight, he's gone another, that's going to make you schizophrenic. That's going to make you insane because you're going to be constantly seeing things that bring up ugliness in you, but you don't have that stability to continue to work with it. You have no security in learning how to love yourself 
because that especially for a woman that security is in a man because. Oh my gosh, this is funny. Cause mm-hmm. I know somebody's gonna hear this and be like, you don't need no man to, <laughs> to to show you how to love yourself. You do that for yourself and all that. But girl, let me tell you, when I was not married, girl, boy, whoever, <laughs> I could not, there was nobody or nothing like my thoughts my way of everything was selfish and not in a sense like oh sometimes selfishness is good or you need to be selfish no Mm -hmm. selfish in a way of i don't give a damn nothing about what you think what you say with like none of that matters to me i'm doing Mm -hmm. what brianna wants when she wants etc etc and you can say that yes but when you get into a relationship and you have, or a marriage, let me say, when you get into a marriage and you are working with someone that's other than yourself and you are striving to become one, there are mm-hmm. trials that are going to come up. There's yes. going to be hardship, impediments, etc. And if you as an individual mm-hmm. cannot or do not have the mental capacity to be able to go through that, you're never going to grow. You're mm. never going to be able to get outside of what that, at, for me, Brianna's selfishness, Brianna do what she wants, Brianna do that, 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 that. I would have never been able to come over and through and up that. Thanks. Had I not been able to be in a marriage and, you know, be self-reflective, of course, because, you know, you got to take accountability and you got to do your own work as an individual. But when mm-hmm. you're working like that with two people, like it's a whole different ball game. And I think we as young people don't realize the amount of work that we have to do on ourselves mm-hmm. um, while being in a marriage or in mm-hmm. a relationship. Like it ain't just your partner that got to do everything. It, and it no. won't be just your partner doing everything. You got to do some things. And if you don't have that mindset where you're willing to go grow, especially grow through things i don't think you're pretty much ever going to be a better person because you won't know what what's in you that needs to come out and be better you won't Mm -hmm. know you won't know not on a soul level or not Mm -hmm. you know a purposeful level you won't know there might be a situation where where you go through something and somebody can tell you all day long you need to fix your attitude you need mm-hmm. to learn how to make this, that, and the third better. But they're not constantly around you pulling that out of you. Mm-hmm. They only telling you that based off of an interaction and you might have said something wrong to them or made them triggered or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. It's not a constant thing. Mm-hmm. That made me think that that culture of living in your home, especially as a woman, living in your home until you get married, mm-hmm. that's something that we've been brought away from. But that could be a culture that is there to protect us. When I think about when I think about what you just said, because of course, when we're living with our parents, they're always reflecting what we need to do, yes. and they're reflecting our flaws and and positives all the time. Mm-hmm. But then we go into the world, and I believe that's why we get lost. That's why I fell into that drinking habit, because nobody's reflecting to us anymore, and we know it. We know we can, we have a little freedom. We can do what we want because we're not going to constantly get the reflection of what we know is right. Period. Tia, you know my life, baby. Nobody ain't tell Brianna nothing about what to do. Brianna mm. was out here living her life. Brianna did whatever the hell she wanted to do, when she wanted to do it, how. 
Absolutely. I ain't have nobody telling me you shouldn't be doing this or that. Mm-hmm. Hell, they damn damn they ain't no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's real. And when you you get into that that marriage, that's why going from parents or a household to a marriage could be something that just protects us. It could save us from a lot of things we don't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. For real. That's interesting. That's interesting. Because I, I still, I'm not very supportive of that kind of, you know, be at home and then go get married. I think you need some experience in just yourself. Um, but it doesn't necessarily oh, have yeah. to be with you moving out of your household. Mm-hmm. And that just made me think, um, what I, you know, we might want to do for Journey, which is a ways away, but mm-hmm. it's that's interesting. Ain't that long? She gonna not be that long at all, eyes. right? <laughs> okay, this girl's already walking, like, <laughs> son. Yeah, for sure. Hmm, that's crazy. But it also makes me think about like what the cultivation period of our lives should look like and should mm. be. Because, you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talks about by the age of six, a child should know what they want to do in the world. Yes. Um, And so if as parents, we, you know, guide, like you were saying, guide our children into being what it is we can naturally see of and in them Mm -hmm. uh, and teach them this is, look, crazy. Look at how majority of us have parents right who have lived entire lives we talk about mm-hmm. 40 50 plus lived entire lives compared to us right and they know certain things about life that they may not share with their younger children for whatever reason i know mm-hmm. one of the things for me i didn't even know how to open up a bank account i mm-hmm. didn't even know how to make and this i'm pretty sure a lot of black uh young people can relate i don't you I didn't even know how to make a doctor's appointment, dentist appointment. Mm. Um, I didn't know how to go about getting car insurance, like, you know, real life things, managing money. I ain't learned how to manage my money until I met my husband. Mm. Mm. I started making money at 18. Why the heck didn't I know that already? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it could be a, a blessing in disguise, the whole uh, stand with your parents until you got married until you get married because at that point you're supposed to be being curated in a sense and not that mentality we have oh after you turn 18 you gotta get out of my house mm-hmm. they don't know shit we exactly. don't know nothing <laughs> nothing you see what I'm saying? but if we had parents who were cultivating us and showing us the way that probably wouldn't be an issue the only mm. challenge which is supposed to be a challenge would be the marriage in and of itself because there's other things inside of you that your parents just can't get out of you. They can't mm. get it out of you. It's made mm-hmm. for yourself to get it out of you. Mm. Which makes the marriage institution anyway. Because you're supposed to be growing towards a lot guy. Mm-hmm. And how do you grow towards a lot guy other than growing in and up into and through yourself to him? Yep. Absolutely. Your parents can't bring that headache out of you out. Like your parents, like. They can get on your nerves, but like it's certain things that your spouse do that's just like, yo, are you serious? Like you can turn your parents off. Like, I don't gotta listen to you. I ain't gotta talk to you. Thanks. But when you're in a marriage, 
you gotta compromise or not even necessarily compromise you gotta know how to communicate you gotta mm-hmm. know how to uh, what's that saying uh i'm gonna agree to disagree mm-hmm. right? yeah like you gotta know how to do that with your parents you can say the hell with you yeah you could say it not saying that you should but you could uh-huh a lot of us do i have yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know that's just what i think mm. Whew. this is bringing me back to the importance of healing like each and every one of us has the task we need to heal ourselves so that we can heal our nation um like i don't i just keep going back to the fact what you, what you were saying about how you weren't taught about your finances you know mm-hmm. about how to manage that me either like my mom she was i, I got to give kudos to her like she worked to be a mother like she worked hard and did well with us but there are certain things I noticed that I wasn't prepared for and that's always going to happen journey's going to have the same realizations um but finances when I think about that I was not prepared for that at all like but my mom that's a stress point for her that's something I believe she's just figuring out and still has things she needs to figure out so it's important that we individually and within our marriages pay attention to those things that really trigger yeah. us. Pay yeah. attention to those things that we can't even like. There are certain things I like. I told Matt, my husband, I was like, I don't know how to tell you my emotions sometimes, and that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Thank God I'm getting better at that, but I don't know how to tell you my emotions. Mm-hmm. That's a point that I needed to focus in on and still need to focus in on because that will go into journey (laughs) to where she will not know how to um, deal with her emotions and when I heal myself I can then properly train and educate my children the people around me if I have no children facts Tia look at this you just now said that you had to communicate to your husband I don't necessarily know how to communicate my feelings every and every single time mm-hmm. had you not been married or in this relationship right with your husband mm-hmm. who would you have ever expressed that to and even if you did say it aloud there would have been nobody to mm-hmm. pull on you to keep on expressing your emotions absolutely and I've been you there turn that off with a friend you can mm-hmm. turn that off with a homie, uh, a associate, mm. a believer, mm. you can turn that off. Mm-hmm. I don't gotta express to you my emotions. Yep. But I'm gonna ghost you when I get emotional, and then I come back when I'm cool. That's Son. not a. That's not. That's not mandatory. We know how to give our friends space. This is why we learn how to give them space. Because mm. damn it, you ain't gotta decide to share your emotions with me. You don't have exactly. to. But as That's a, not your uh, test. But as a wife with a husband or husband with wife or etc. It's your duty. It's Absolutely. your duty. Y'all, just like you just said, you wouldn't want that passed down to your children. And knowing mm-hmm. in a marriage you could possibly have children, guess what? It becomes your duty. Mm. To heal. 
Mm. Yo. And that made me think of when I have expressed to friends in the past, I get mad at them when they don't give the response I think I deserve. Mm. Like when they don't want to go into that. I have gotten mad at friends. Like, wow, they're not real, you know? But with what you did, <laughs> that is. And I'll yeah. stop, you know, just stop reaching out for a little bit, whatever I do. And mm. I'll go back eventually, maybe. But that's not their task. Like, that wasn't for them to respond in a way that I needed them at the moment. That's not for them. How can I get mad? How can I get mad that my friend doesn't want to go deep dive into emotions that she may be struggling with? What? That's that's real. And it relationships, knowing what relationships are for, knowing what how to communicate in them. Like, yo, dang. We got to do a part 50 because it's already about 20,000. I think the next one should be about friends. I'm here for it. All right. Since you kind of like lastly said that friends. You're right. What is the duty of a friend? How many of us have them? Right. What is the duty of a friend? Because just like we Mm. talked about earlier with the whole um, how you basically relate to people um just like I was saying like you had mentioned like that's not your best friend like y'all just go to the club mm-hmm. in reality that should be your best party goer or your best Thanks. party bud or something like that because that's the only thing you do no different than if you got a friend where you know for a fact he or she is down to go eat like mm-hmm. this your foodie yeah. <laughs> ain't necessarily your best friend y'all only ever go out to go get some food that's your Thanks. foodie <laughs> Yo, (laughs) (laughs) woo! Mm. That's funny. Well, let's end it there because we have our next episode. (laughs) Period. Shoot! Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Bree, thank you. As always, I don't even have to say thank you because this is just a given. But I do have to say thank you because I appreciate who you are. I appreciate um, our growth together. And I appreciate how you speak as well because you always bring your liveliness, you always bring your bluntness and your Aquariusness. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, I'm a Gemini, so we mesh. And yeah. I, this conversation was literally therapy for me. Um, me so yeah, I hope everyone else who is hearing this also enjoyed and find some healing, finds what they need in it. Um, if you did, feel free to contact me. Um, if Brie wants, feel free to contact her. Um, yeah, <laughs> this so has much. been, yeah, yeah. This was really good. Nice way to start off my day. For Absolutely, because sure. I was feeling kind of stressed out. Now I feel. You uplifted. saw me earlier. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I ain't really here. I'm tired. Like. Yeah. Are you enjoying this conversation? Well, I have good news for you. Wellness Ciphers by A Course of Action LLC, my life coaching company, are coming to Clubhouse and Zoom. On June 5th and June 6th, I will be hosting the first set of Wellness Ciphers where we come together in a healing circle as black people to talk about what's on our mind, to talk about what we want to do, and to create community with the idea of communal healing and self-improvement. That's right. I will be there and my sister Bree will be there to co-host in this event. This is the first one that will be on these platforms and I hope to see you there. Find more 
information in the show notes and links. And you can sign up by visiting Instagram.com slash A Course of Action. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. I'm not sure if this is going to be good. At the last point, you know, this level and not necessarily level, but this energized type of conversation and being able to talk things through. Um, it really does energize you and it does lift your spirit. So get away from the gossip, the slander, the all the things that you know make you feel bad. You finish talking to a person and it's like, why did I pick up the phone? Like, Thanks. I'm not even about to text them back because I don't want to do, stop, just don't, just don't. Thanks. So thank you so much, Tia. Thank you, Bree. And yeah, period. I hope you all enjoyed this conversation. We will see you on the next episode of Tea Time Podcast. Have a blessed day. Speak with your heart. Do with your heart. And love yourself. Peace. Peace.